I'm sure all of us have read the Gospels and seen G events in Jesus' life that we really wish we could have been there to see in person. I mean, you see him feeding the 5,000 or healing the sick or even on the cross at the very end, which would be as painful as hell to watch, and of course his resurrection. But one event, one thing I would really have loved to see was to watch Jesus pray. We To be able to watch the way he communed with the Heavenly Father. One of our pastors, Mark Medley, who I'll give a shout out to, hey Mark, was teaching about this not long ago, and he gave a, 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 a partial but detailed list of some of the prayers recorded by Jesus in the Gospels. He prayed at his baptism before healing people, after healing people, all night before choosing the twelve disciples, when speaking with the religious leaders, before feeding the multitudes, when he walked on water, when he healed the deaf and mute man, at his transfiguration, when the seventy returned to him, before teaching the disciples the Lord's Prayer, before he raised Lazarus from the dead, would lay heads of little children, that his Father's name would be glorified at the Last Supper, for Peter's faith to be strengthened when Satan was trying to test him. In Gethsemane, before his betrayal, he prayed three times. After being nailed to the cross, when breaking bread at, at, after the resurrection, and before and during the ascension. So friends, Jesus prayed all the time. In the last couple of times together, we've looked at some miraculous events that uh, really took Jesus to a new level of influence. They culminated in a huge healing service right out of the street outside of Peter's home. And Jesus, but Jesus knew the source of his power that enabled him to do all those things. He finished that busy day of ministry, got a few hours of sleep, but still got up way before daylight, and he walked out into that street, which just a few hours before had seen that wonderful manifestation of God's glory on such a grand scale. They takes a detour into a deserted place, and there he prays. Now, prayer is one of those things that uh, it's very easy to be condemned about, because no matter how far along we may be, there's always room for improvement. There's certainly room for lots of improvement in my life. But let's ask ourselves, what are some of the takeaways we get by seeing this small glimpse of Jesus at prayer? First of all, Jesus really confronts the casual attitude we can take with our prayer life. A lot of us tend to think, well, I could just go about my day and pray as I go along, and, I, and of course we should do that. I do that. I'm sure Jesus did as well. But he didn't take that as a substitute for times to get alone with God in a quiet place and have really focused, intense times of prayer. If the perfect Son of God needed to do that, how much more do we? Also, after we experienced something like uh, had occurred the night before, that wonderful visitation of the Spirit and all the wonderful miracles that happened, we might be tempted to let the prayer slack and rest on that. But again, Jesus didn't do that. Rather, he used that to press in to the Father's presence all the more. There are uh, no plateaus with God. There are always new things that he wants to do, us, do for us and through us. So again, my purpose here is not to condemn anyone. It's simply to uh, challenge all of you as well as myself to learn from Jesus' example and understand that that it, that deep and rich communion with the Father in prayer is the key to everything else in our walk with God. And as always, we I would ask that you like, comment, share, and tell your friends to help us spread the word about this. We have some exciting new things coming up, and I hope that uh, you guys will join us for those as well. I'll keep you posted as we go along. And as always, keep it real, and thank you for joining us.